Jimmy Bayheim to Bayheim's Army. How about that? The first ever member of the team with its namesake. That's pretty darn cool. Uh, we'll break down everything in terms of what that means for the team and for Jimmy. It's all in Locked On Syracuse, and it's right now. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Brad Klein with you on this wonderful Tuesday morning. The sun's coming out where I am, Brad. I'm in Syracuse, by the way. This is a podcast, first one hosted from Syracuse, New York, in the Bones Brad era. Pretty excited. At least half of it's hosted. Hey, yeah. uh, Anytime you're in Syracuse for anything, that's awesome. That's exciting. For your reason, it's even more exciting. So why don't you share Well, I'm here because I'm flying to the ACC kickoff tomorrow, but when I come back, it's time for the TBT. I will hopefully be there at every single one of Bayhunt's Army's games at uh, the uh, OCC, so that should be pretty exciting. No JMA Dome for Bayhunt's Army, but that's how it's been in the past, and I assume that's how it will continue. Uh, Bayheim's Army adds Jim Jimmy Bayheim. I almost said Jim Bayheim. That would have been insane. Adds Jimmy Bayheim today, as if we're recording this. But for you listeners, tomorrow it'll be yesterday. Uh, I was at a record store in Syracuse when I saw that, and I was like, "What? Huh? Like I couldn't believe it." I was. You ever get like push emails that like you totally write off? Like I've gotten yeah. a lot of those from TBT. So I saw that, and I was just like, my brain turned it off. I was like, I don't care. And then I went on Twitter. And I saw that, and I was like, huh? And then I went back to the email, and I read it. It was like, Jimmy Bayheim joins Bayheim's Army. And I was like, whoa. Um, pretty shocking I like, news. I feel like any any story, by the way, that you tell or any news that you hear can be started with, so I was in a record store in Syracuse, and then this happened, just blank. The most bone <laughs> thing ever. But, yeah, hey, Jimmy Bayheim, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to have him on the team as a fan of the program, as a fan of Bayheim's Army and of Syracuse, I think it's a win-win because you know, Jimmy plays on a summer league deal with the Pistons. I don't think anyone really expected him to stick there, but he gets some exposure on some nationally televised games again, like he did with Syracuse at times. And that's an audition for some foreign basketball leagues out there that want Jimmy's services, and there will be a market for him. But TBT will do that as well. So Jimmy is just trying to go around and try to figure out how can I get a bigger name for myself than I already have. And, and I'm all I'm all in on that. Yeah, and Jimmy being added means that once again, Syracuse or Bayheim's Army, excuse me, we do that a thousand times. Bayheim's Army is once again a majority Syracuse alumni team, which is also very exciting. Also, the other ripple in this is that it reunites Matt Morgan and Jimmy Bayheim, who were teammates at Clemson. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, Jimmy, obviously, with Cornell. In Syracuse. Cornell. What did you I said, say? You said Clemson. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry. That would have been insane. Imagine Jimmy's a tiger. That would have been wild. Yeah. Sorry. Teammates at Cornell. I don't know where I was thinking. Um, but that's totally something cool that I didn't really think about before, is that Matt Morgan and Jimmy are going to be balling on the same court uh, once again, where uh, Morgan was obviously the star for 
Cornell back in the day, but uh, Jimmy kind of rose into that spot in his wake. So I think that's pretty cool. And uh, they'll reunite on the court like a lot of the Syracuse alumni uh, will do. So very, very exciting. Uh, and I assume that I, I was wondering today about this move. I was thinking, I wonder to Jimmy, Jimmy must have talked to Jim and Buddy about this and been like, if they were in the summer league, he probably didn't. I didn't watch the summer league. I assume he didn't get a ton of time uh, or a ton of success. And I assume he went to Buddy and was like, I'm thinking about joining Bayheim's army. And I I don't know what Buddy would have said, but I feel like he would have been like, great idea. Uh, so that leads us to where we are today, which uh, is this great news. So my first question that I was thinking about that I want you to weigh in on, Brad, is how much do you think he plays on this roster? Syracuse or Bayern's Army last year, I remember that it was Tyrese Rice, Kiefer Sykes, DeAndre Kane, DJ Kennedy, and like Tyler Lydon was the best five that they could run. Um, so it was four non Syracuse guys and Tyler Lydon. So I want them to change this year. Obviously, they want to win. Uh, and getting that million dollars is the goal. And they try to do it with just Syracuse guys for a really long time or grand majority Syracuse guys for a really long time. And it just didn't work out. Um, and they're in a new era. And they won last year at work. So they're going right back to it. Guys like Andrew White, I don't think are going to play. He didn't play a lot last year towards the end. And I think Syracuse... Syracuse's representatives on the team this year, I think, are a lot better than they were last year even. So... I don't see – I think I'm worried about how much playing time Jimmy's going to get. I think, I think he'll get time. I think he's going to platoon with Dolajai. I don't see a real role for him on the floor if Marek is on the floor. We but, get to watch Marek at the four. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, exactly. We're going to watch yeah. Marek and Rakeem Christmas <laughs> at his, at his position. That's crazy. We get to watch Marek Dolajai play his actual position for the first time ever. That's so exciting. Yeah. I just thought about that, too. That's awesome. But I think, I think that that is his role. He's going to be a power forward who can help move the ball, good passer in the high post, and he'll be able to make a shot uh, here and there in the mid-range, and people are going to have to respect his shot. Skilled player. Uh, I think skill, more skilled than people give him credit for. Scrappy player, player. but Smart not as scrappy player. as Marek. They're both smart players. I think they're going to have a very similar role. And I think that's what Bayheim's army is going to use him for is just platoon him with Marek. So I see him as a six, seven man type with Marek starting because you want that guy like Marek starting gives you some added grit on the roster, added grit on the floor. And we know what he, what he brings from an X's nose perspective. So he's just going to play right behind Marek. And before we go any further, I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find any candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown College. Terms and conditions apply. I'd also like to thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get those podcasts. Uh, Matt Bonaparte. And Brad Klein, which is probably the latest intro we've had to a podcast yet. And with that, I'll run right into an ad. One, once again, for LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. 
create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach out to your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in dealing with delivery or excuse me, delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn, post your job for free linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply so we're here we're talking about jimmy Beheim and the newest member of Beheim's army pun intended right and he is of course the son of jim Beheim, former member of the syracuse orange after transferring from cornell one stop one year stop with syracuse and now he is as if he wasn't already forever embedded in the Syracuse community and uh, solidifying that with his Bayheim's Army ad here and a chance for him to elevate his resume and in the basketball sphere and probably to ink a professional contract overseas. But you ask me what I think his role will be. I'll turn the tables and ask you where you see him fitting on the roster. Like I said, I'm a little bit worried about his playing time. I think that you're right in that he'll fit in right there at the four because he's a bigger dude, like 6'8". Uh, that's plenty big to play the four yeah. in the basketball tournament. Um, <clears throat> the good thing about it for him is I don't think that he's going to have a ton of competition. If you think about what the most common lineup will be on the floor, you're either going to have a combination of Morgan or Ennis at the top, Wiltshire, uh, DJ Kennedy, DeAndre Kane, um, and then Marek maybe plays. I mean, DeAndre Kane will probably play some four as well. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have those three in that mix. And then Rakeem Christmas is going to need a break too. And dare we say that we'll see Marek at the five once again. He proved for an entire college basketball season that teams can win games around him when he's playing the five. Who are you more likely to see at the five, Marek or Jimmy? Because they Marek, both play the five. Of course, Marek more. And he's taller easy than money, Marek. He's taller. Easy money. Okay. I think it's easily Jimmy. I mean, easily I, Marek. Sorry. I think it's Marek, too. I wonder if that is another path for Jimmy onto the floor. If they go 2-3 zone, because he really wasn't that bad in the middle of the 2-3 zone. Obviously, they don't play 2-3 very often, though. They don't. They it's don't. But they do sometimes. Pole. They do sometimes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine they they go, most of, of course, mostly men, but almost predominantly men, um, solely men. But you never know. And that might be another way for Jimmy to get on the floor, not even necessarily as the five, but Jimmy's going to have to play the four when Marek has to slide over to the five. Yeah. Yeah, he will. Um, unless, I don't know. Like, we didn't even mention a guy like CJ Fair. He could play the four. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they're just so stacked, right? Like, this team has so much talent 
at every part. I mean, we didn't even talk about DeBost at the top either. There are so many options for Syracuse in this tournament, uh, which makes it incredibly exciting. So many guards, forwards, whatever you need, Syracuse pretty much has it. I'm very excited to see Rakeem Christmas play, but at the same time, he can't play the entire game, literally every game. Uh, he'll just be too tired, poor Rack. So, Marek, I see moving to the five a lot faster than Jimmy will do. But at the same time, you know, this is not Jim Beheim coaching this team. Everybody in Syracuse land is very used to understanding and predicting projections and lineups that would run under Jim Beheim, right? Like Brad and I are thinking right now of everything that would happen under Jim Beheim. We don't really, we saw Pope for one season. Yeah. Um, or one summer, excuse me. So we don't know exactly one tournament. even. We don't know exactly what he's going to do with the, the, the he doesn't have the Swiss army knife of Marek Dolajai last year or the versatility of a guy like Jimmy Beheim. He could probably play three or four positions on the floor. Um, so there's a lot more to, to work with this season than there was last one uh, for Pope, which is extremely exciting for fans, but at the same time leads to a lot more question marks than him and the rest of the staff are going to have to work out because there's a lot of talent. You want to get everybody on the floor, but at the same time, you want to find out early what is the best lineup for Bayheim's Army. What is their yeah. go-to lineup when the when the Elam ending uh, target score is set? What is the team that you want you guys want to have on the floor? So you're going to want to figure that out game one, game two, at the very latest. Uh, so you have that going forward. Um, no. So there's a lot to work with here. I do want to talk a little bit about what this means for Jimmy, but I think it's even more important right now to talk about what it means for Beheim's army because Jimmy becomes essentially the youngest player that Beheim's army has ever had. And I say essentially because he is right out of college. It's something we haven't seen. And for a reason, the players right out of college are pursuing the NBA if not already in the foreign ranks and they don't go to Bayheim's army, like a Marek Dolajai, for example. I wonder if you think this opens up maybe a bit of a, a pipeline precedent right now for Syracuse players who might not be NBA ready and might not be even ready for the foreign leagues. And especially it's the summer, it's the off season internationally. Let's just go play somewhere. I wonder if this is a precedent. Um, it definitely could be, uh, I guess you never really know, but Tyrese, or not Tyrese Rice, Kiefer Sykes last year, don't forget how quickly he signed a contract. Yeah. Um, that was huge. I mean, literally I've, I've never seen something happen. So bang, bang guy hits the game winning shot quite literally like two seconds later, Shams Charanya tweets out Kiefer Sykes is signed a 10 day with the Pacers or whatever. Like, that was crazy. Right, but but I'm saying that Jimmy coming from college and basically just directly to the TBT outside of his short three four game stint in the summer league, I think it might it might open up a bit of an avenue for current Syracuse players. So if you're if you're a current Syracuse player and you see what Jimmy's doing right now, and let's say it works out for him, he goes to a really good foreign league or even somehow ends up in the G League which I think might be best case scenario for Jimmy, then I think that other players might look at what Jimmy did and say, maybe that's a path for me too. And this could, could change the roster outlook for Bayheim's army for years to come. 
Yeah, I actually think you're right about that. What, is it the overtime team that has a couple of high school players that are prospective I think it is. college students? I think it is, but I could be wrong. I believe it is. Or maybe they're not college players or the high school players, but they are. It's like they're instead of taking the high school or the college route, they're playing in right. the DBT and they're like high yeah, I think NBA it's the overtime. Players. I think so it's the overtime team. If, That's the, the G League Ignite players. What if you start to see current college basketball players, like you're saying, Brad, play over the summer? Like, what if Jesse Edwards decided, all right, I'm going to play for Bayheim's Army over the summer? Well, he, Could he do that? You know, he would lose his eligibility. That's professional basketball. So yeah, you I can. guess you're right. You can't. I'm, I'm saying that maybe Jesse Edwards decides, I'm going to play for Bayheim's Army as soon as I don't get drafted in the NBA. I'll just go play for Bayheim's Army. And then yeah, Bayheim's Army can just be a feeder from Syracuse, Bayheim's Army pit stop into whichever league you want to play for. That would be cool. Um, I think that would. I mean, that definitely does open the floodgates. I don't know how many guys are going to take advantage of that, but even Marek Dolishai is he's straight out of school. I mean, only last year, so he's like not yeah. too far behind in, in terms of that. Although he is playing overseas, uh, I believe he was playing in Ukraine. Is that true? I don't know. I I, I don't know where he was playing. I know he's <clears> in Europe. But, but, and, and while it's very similar because he's very young and we just saw him in a Syracuse uniform and he only has one professional season under his belt, he's not like Jimmy. He's not straight out of school. So I do think it's a little different, and I do think that it, it might carry a little bit more weight going forward. That being said, let's take a time out here because right now Lockdown's doing some pretty exciting things. This one might be at the top of my list. I ask you, Bones. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Lockdown gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. And when I say July 18th, I mean yesterday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, that's Monday. So right now it's available. Locked on NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Plus, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. That includes MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online is where the game starts. <clears throat> if you're wondering, by the way, oh, classic. Uh, if you're wondering, by the way, uh, he did play in Ukraine. He's played in Ukraine since August of 21. And then this past January, he signed in the Greek League. So now he's playing in the Greek League. Um, I don't know if you saw that tweet from Don at the Tota this morning of Marek. Just a picture of him. Yes, I, was, I did. That I, was I was cute. so happy. I mean, the serotonin adorable. in my brain firing. It was just seeing Marek's face. I cannot wait to see that, man. I mean, I, he is the ultimate Syracuse fan favorite. I don't think anybody rivals him. I mean, he is just the man. Uh, you got to love that guy. Um, <clears throat> but I will right, say this, and, and this, okay, is, this is kind of what I'm talking about. I'm sorry to cut you off. You mentioned Marek going from Ukraine, and now he just signed with uh, a Greek team. Professional basketball in Greece is no joke. That's a really, really 
really big step for Marekta Lejain. And what I meant when I was talking about Jimmy and potentially setting a precedent here is maybe guys like Jimmy might be able to skip a year in, say, Ukraine, the proverbial Ukraine, and go straight to the Greek League with the help of TBT, with the help of Bayheim's Army. That's where I see this going for Jimmy specifically and also for potentially new grads like Jimmy in the years to come. Sure, I see that. Um, all right, Brad, i got to call you out now. Uh, we uh, we started the, the TBT bracket challenge. Yes. I don't see a bracket in here. Yes. So uh, mine was the victim of not hitting submit. How's that? I was client. disappointed. I was hoping you wouldn't call me out on the on the pod, but you did. Oh, I did. Here well, we are. The thing is, I looked last night to see what the standings are. By the way, if anybody's curious, my bracket is doing terribly. I am in twenty <laughs> second place of twenty four. Right. Um, but I saw your bracket in it last night. Oh. So I was like, oh, you must be there. But you had zero points. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. You must have gotten one thing right. And then I looked on it and it was all weird. So I guess it didn't actually work out. Um, but I really appreciate everybody joining. I mean, we got 24 people in here, which is more than zero. So I, I, like, I like that. Uh, and I believe for the winner of it, there should be some Syracuse merch or some Bayheim's Army merch for the winner because we got That's 20 the second plus time you messed up Syracuse and Bayheim's Army. You only get one per episode, though. Listen, I'm going to have a thousand per episode, okay? <laughs> this is just how it's going to work. Uh, but there should be some Bayheim's Army merch for the winner. Uh, so that's exciting. But, uh, Brad, I did have to call you out because, uh, you know, that's just how I roll. Uh, but I am doing terribly, just terribly. Shout out to Scott S., uh, Rodtree B., and George G., who are tied for first right now. All the 16 points. I've got eight. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we're talking Bayheim's Army. It's Matt Bonaparte. It's Brad Klein with you on this wonderful Tuesday. It is. It just rained here in Syracuse, which, as a student, I got all accustomed to. I know you did as well, Brad, and probably everybody that's listening that is an alumni knows exactly what I'm talking about. It was crazy rain. Uh, it was not raining, and then two seconds later, it was a torrential downpour. It was crazy. Uh, that's summer that's in Syracuse for you. Yeah. Um, so Jimmy Bayheim going to get another taste of that summer in Syracuse later this week when uh, Syracuse takes on Team India, or is it India United? I can't remember what the team is called, but pretty cool that there's like an entirely – a team made up entirely of Indian players. I think that's pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, and Syracuse taking them on in the first round. The creator of the TBT, by the way, picked Syracuse to lose in the second round, which I thought was kind of insane. India rising. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They picked who to lose in the second round? Bayheim's Army. Shut oh. up, Brad. Don't have none of this. Um, but Syracuse take, or Bayheim's Army taking on India rising uh, in the first round. So that's exciting. I'll be there. So uh, look for tweets from at LO underscore Syracuse as uh, I'll be tweeting along some pictures maybe. Maybe I'll try to get a couple interviews if I can, uh, whatever the deal is. I'm still waiting on a credential, so my fingers are crossed. But our boy Jake Pavorsky, who was on the pod a couple of weeks ago, I think has me hooked up. So that's pretty big for us. It's our dog. Yeah, uh, Jake. Jake was awesome, and we spoke to him a few weeks ago. So go check out that episode again. It's on YouTube. Wherever you get your podcast, he gives you a really good insight on what TBT is trying to do. I don't know if you saw, but Rucker Park had the rain delay. So we were talking about the Rucker Park Regional and what went into that. And also we talked about Bayheim's Army. And so I just, when I saw that Rucker Park had the rain delay, 
I thought of Jake. I thought of Jake Pavorsky. But that was a great interview, and he was really gracious with his time, so we appreciate that. All right, so I've given my opinion on Jimmy Bayheim's professional tra- trajectory now, especially in the scope of Bayheim's army. I don't know if you have. Where do you think he stands right now? I know you never really expected him to stick in the NBA, and I, I think it goes – it's pretty obvious to say that he's probably going to play some foreign basketball, international basketball, which is fine. It's, that's totally no problem. But if you were Jimmy, would you do this? Do you think it's the right move for him right now? I don't see why not, right? Like you just played in the NBA Summer League. Why not play against – this is some of the best competition in the world, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the best – not the best, but a lot of really great players from overseas. You have a lot of really great players who were just out of college, Jimmy Beheim being one of them, and a lot of other guys around uh, the basketball tournament are just out of college. There's a ton of great talent in this league. This is a league where Joe Johnson once played. So that like there's a plenty of caliber uh, in terms of the talent level here. I think this is a great step for Jimmy. Like like you said, I did not expect him to stick in the NBA. I thought this exact thing would happen, minus the Bayheim's army part. I didn't think that part would happen, <clears throat> so he surprised me there. Uh, but I think it's a good move, and I think it leads to whatever he wants. If he wants to go play overseas, I think after this tournament he'll have that option because, frankly, I think he was a – I don't know. He was a good player in college, and he contributed more, at least as a scorer, more than Marek Dolishai did. Uh, and I think he could find somewhere overseas that would want him. So – I think this is a really good move for Jimmy. I don't know necessarily that he does want to do that. I haven't spoken to the guy, but I also think he's going to end up being a coach one day. So we'll see. The guy's still in basketball, and that's what you got to be happy about. I agree. Yeah, I, I also think that his game lends itself better to not necessarily TBT, but the foreign game rather than the NBA. The NBA is so three-point centric, and he can shoot, of course, not his game. He is, I think, when he's best, he's in the post, he's in the high post, and, and facilitating and making shots for himself and others. So I think that's more where he'll shine in the international game as well. Sure. Uh, I just want to uh, shout out our YouTube real quick. We are 21 subscribers away from 600. So on the road to 1,000 right now, next stop 600. So if you haven't already, if you're an audio listener listening on their way to work right now, Hi, first of all. Second, hope you have a good day at work. Third, please uh, just hit us uh, the subscribe button on YouTube because it helps us out and uh, we want to get that number as high as we can. So uh, hopefully we can get to 600 sometime soon. That is it for Mr. Klein and myself today. You'll get some more on the ACC by making Lockdown ACC your second listen Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen today. We thank you for making this your first. We will be back tomorrow, hopefully with an interview. So stay, your, keep your eyes peeled for that. If not, we will still be back with some good content. Matt Bonaparte, Brad Klein, signing off.